it's lights out and away we go welcome to an american's guide to formula one now let's start the show cars aren't they yeah, huge and it's just dark i'm, I'm fizzing with excitement over well, Jeremy Clarkson is not the only one fizzing with excitement for this brand new season of Formula One. Welcome to another episode of An American's Guide to Formula One. I'm Andy Lewis, your host, joined by my Papa T-Sauce, a.k.a. Spicy Ketchup. That's me. Uh, as my co-host here for uh, what is our 40th, 4-0, the big 4-0 episode Thanks for uh, listening along, and, and welcome to anybody who's new. Um, how excited are you, Dad? Are you fizzing with excitement? Uh, and it's just bubbling out everywhere, I'm telling you. And you just can hardly, is m- mom's mad, <laughs> making a mess again? Yes. Mom. Ma- yeah, Mom. Is this mom's your excitement about. on the couch again? <laughs> <laughs> At least it's telling Yeah. Um, uh yeah i i mean i'm let's just jump right into it because i i think i'm so excited and i have a we have a lot to talk about yes we do um for those of you who don't really know for race recap episodes we kind of tend to go in reverse order of the finishing grid um so i think in this since we had three dnfs we're going to start with the very first dnf which was oscar piastri what happened to piastri on his bummer debut he couldn't find a gear, I guess. Huh? Something happened. I yeah, guess the whole transmission just went kablooey. But, but on a greater thing, what a disappointing start for for something that we were all quite excited about. Yes, because Do you it, want me to mention? Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying. It's Was like, that he he qualified eighteenth in a McLaren? Yeah, that's a yeah. Q1 elimination for McLaren. Not like last year. Uh, and I mean, we thought we thought the troubles were bad last year with what Ricky was struggling with. And now we have uh, a McLaren battling with uh, Williams and Alpha Tari. And we have an Aston Martin on the podium. <laughs> That's to come. I, mean, I, I feel like I'm living in crazy land here. And it's, it, it, it's goofy town. Get on down the goofing now. It must be so frustrating, though, for real, to get the shot, go through the whole drama of last year, leaving Alpine, the whole Twitter drama. Everybody's so excited to see what you can do, and then you're given this pile of crap. <laughs> and yeah, it's yeah, it's right? it's a bummer. And then your gearbox goes on the first, the first, or in the first stint of your race, lap fifteen, I think it was right. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, that's what I remember. And so you, not only can you, there's not even a consolation of, well, let me show them what I can do in battle. Let me see how, let, let me let me show what my car control is like, my racecraft is like. You're just sidelined. I mean, that's a that's a big bummer to a morale or to a, a, a confidence or ego or whatever of somebody who was riding pretty high and had a lot of eyes on him. Oh, definitely. So and you know it's it, it's kind of a double whammy for McLaren too because in all reality Norris probably should have 
Well, we'll get to North soon. We'll get to North soon. I mean, <laughs> probably I mean, should have retired the car too. So we're, I mean, yeah, I guess it's, yeah. it's, it's not really, he's P17. He finished dead last after his what? Sixth or seventh pit stop. Um, so I guess you can, you can, mm. oh, it's a retirement that didn't retire. Basically. It wasn't a competitive, Yeah, but there's something well, he, else I want to talk about with Norris later on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yes, um, it was a bad start for Piastri and I think it's, um, it worth, it was worth talking about. And then here's another one that's huge, uh, to talk about. Uh, and that's the fact that Charles Leclerc also retired from, from I mean, the podium though. Quite a different scenario. That almost- that seems, that just seems worse. Oh, uh, it's a hundred percent worse. It's it's you know Piastri. It's unfortunate, but with Ferrari, like, what yeah. is going on? Well, I don't think I don't think that McLaren. I don't think I did. I'll push back. I don't think McLaren should be retiring on the first race either. I think that's a Titanic mess up, and they've 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 proven that they're going the wrong way instead of the right way. Um, quickly and it was yeah, and i quickly. think that might you know if i was ricardo i'd be feeling pretty good <laughs> actually about yeah. getting that big fat paycheck and, yeah. and riding oh, this mini yeah. bike across the u.s while the guy who took your seat <laughs> football qualifying <laughs> p18 not making it out of q1 and then retiring on lap 15 he's probably like uh, i think i'm okay with the outcome actually yeah it could have been a me so Oh yeah, and I just get to get paid by Red Bull to like goof around now. That's my job. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. They they he instead of coming with the guy finishing P eighteen or DNFing and finishing seventeenth, he came with the team where the guy finished fifty seven seconds in front of everybody. <laughs> uh, he may be the reserve uh, driver at that team, but he's still with that team. <laughs> Yes, yes, he's with that team now All for right. sure. Back to Leclerc. Um, mm. We both watched the the races video of of how this is more damning than it seems. So we're going to get full cre- full credit to the race for, but we'll just we're basically your the races spark notes podcast sometimes, but they are the best. So I definitely recommend you going and watching this because it's so detailed and so good. Um, but. There's more to the Leclerc DNF than just the already huge awareness that we all like have like the, the the common knowledge. Everybody understands that this is like the worst start for Leclerc. And it's already so much worse than last year. But based on what they said in this race video, it appears that it's way worse than that even. And one of the highlighting things that they they pointed out at the beginning of their video is that you saw at the beginning of last year, even when things were going bad for Leclerc, they had the fact that the Ferrari was just way faster than the Red Bull to fall back on knowing that we can work our way out of this if we can figure this out. Seems like they haven't figured it out, and Leclerc's, you know, his demeanor isn't that of, we have this pace, we know what we're working on, There's that fi- being able to find the positives. Instead, he just seems like a defeated guy who really understands what's going on. Wouldn't you say, Dad? Well, he surely came across that way after the race. Well, and, and Can you imagine you knowing know, by the race like, is- like he knows what's going on with that car. Mm-hmm. So what they said yeah. is that before the race, Leclerc had to also change out some major key part of the the electrical part of the car, 
which is something that they get the regulations allow them to have two of. And he's already used one of those two before the first race started. Yeah. So that means he's most definitely, he's already knows he's going to start getting grid penalties at some point. And I mean, you're, you're the first race of the year and you know that. And then the thing that you actually retire from the race in was uh, your in combustion engine. Not even the thing that you thought you had a problem with, that you had to waste a big chunk of thing. It's something else entirely. Oh, and on top of that, we're basically losing a second a lap to the cars at the at our current set. Right. right. I, well, remember last year, it, the, the internal combustion component of the power units, were they were going blammo. As well, so it's S- like Sign they said Austria, and then I think in didn't in like the last half of the year or the last quarter of the year, starting in like Mexico for sure, they had to severely turn down the engines. Just yeah, they're just them. blowing them up. Yeah, yeah, and it's like, what did you do in the off season? Besides than- fire the guy that w- that got you that engine, <laughs> that when it was good, <laughs> fire the guy that when fostered was- the development of that engine. Yeah. Uh, it's just, it just uh, is not looking good, guys. I don't. It, it sort know, of makes you nauseated. I mean, the fact I that think. they knew, I feel like they also, you know, we have to talk about in qualifying how Leclerc didn't go for a second flying lap to save us out of softs to just try and get in front of Perez. That's because, right. Because they knew that if Perez got in front of him, there was no chance. Like, there's no hope that Leclerc was ever going to run down the Red Bulls. They were losing at the best three-tenths a lap to Perez. Not Max, Perez. And we have good mm-hmm. reason to believe that both the Red Bulls were not showing their full pace. There was a whole bunch of tire degradation going on. And making tire deg on this, because Bahrain has this really interesting surface to deal with the sand. But it's, it's crazy. And that's the other thing that the race pointed out is that to get to the end of the race, Red Bull or Ferrari had to use two stints. They had to do two stints on hard tires, whereas Red Bull only used one stint on hard and did two stints on soft. That's yeah. how much better. Well, also, the, the, the Red Bull chassis and aerodynamics is on the tires, which is also something that Ferrari was struggling with last year. They had last year. They had the engine that could be, that could get past the Red Bull, but it rotted the tires. This year, they don't have the engine, and they still have the problem with the tires. Yeah, it's. Uh, we'll, we'll get to more um, about uh, how you know, how it just seems how massively how massive the the separation between Red Bull and the rest of the field is. Um, uh, based on an analysis that I watched from Julian Julian Palmer. Yeah. Oh man. Well, it, and that, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Ferrari is kind of yeah. our best hope <laughs> at catching them, and we're telling you that it's it's not looking good. Nine. Let's get out of there. I mean, that. when when our yeah. So a lot to watch with Ferrari, but um, it is a bummer. But we also do have to remember that our excitement for what will come next when we talk about Alonzo, that means he would have had to pass Leclerc as well. 
And I don't know if if a Leclerc and Science if he would have ended up on the podium if if Leclerc was there to battle too. So we'll get to that. Uh, another retirement. Well, I think a- I think that I th- I think the thing is is just stay close because Ferrari's going to retire. Yeah, just push him <laughs> on a regular. Just, just, just be push close. him because they either <laughs> it'll it'll destroy the tires or and you'll pass him or or it'll blow up. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Or the uh, the sparkulators won't connect with the batter battery elators. Yeah, because of this component won't or you tell yeah. the battery to. Or you so, won't need to pass him because Leclerc will be starting dead last with all of his penalties, his grid spot no. penalties. Oh, that's a nice little tidbit to contemplate. Um, yes. Well, if they're if they're already taking parts before the first race even starts, I, I don't have hope for how they finish. <laughs> I, I I think the I think the pony's been whipped enough. Yes. Let's um, talk about uh, a, a team that didn't lose the race due to uh, um, engine issues, but just procedural issues. <laughs> and like, Ocon getting every penalty that I think exists. Well, it, it, but it wasn't all on him now. No, I mean, no, no. No, but it, I mean, um, they, they, you win and lose as a team, right? This is a team. Yeah. Or, yeah. I mean, the buffoonery. <laughs> it can be spread throughout the whole team, but you know, there's those moments when you're reminded what, how much of a team sport this is. Um, like Ferrari reminds us that that like Leclerc may be one of the fastest guys alive, but if the car don't finish, it doesn't matter. And yeah. Ocon can be a consistently good qualifier and racer, but if you start 0.3 seconds sooner than you should on changing stuff. <laughs> Then, you, or line up outside of your grip grip position. Yeah, your your five. I mean, your five second penalty goes to fifteen when you do that. So let's just get it right the first time. Yeah. Uh, um. So yeah, he went. Although, to the, so so what? Tell us why he got his initial penalty. Well, he he kind of lined up, kind of nose pointed in. Uh, pointing, um, I guess, to the inside of the track, and that put, I guess, he couldn't see the line or something, and or and he was or, out. He, I thought it was he couldn't see his name was, or something. They could. He was out, basically he stopped his car outside of his grid position, which you can't do. So, therefore, he got a five second penalty. And to be fair, apparently, like you can't, they can't even see their wheel. You know, <laughs> like they're they're basically laying down, and they can't hardly see. And so the fact right. that they do it from time to time, uh, they, they get it most the, of the time. It's impressive, but yeah, it's still something you can't do. But if you if you look from, they have the you know the drone shot from above. There are other cars that are very near. Well, to what think, uh, Ocon think, looked like. In fact, right next to him, I can't remember who the yeah. who it was there. That he looked a little outside the grid position as well. So, and you, you think that the um, when you pull up there, you would have time to, you know, relax the brakes. Maybe the car will roll back. Or well, I think literally you just, can even actually. I think a couple. Uh, if it wasn't last year, but I think at Hamilton one time did the same thing, but he reversed 
Like he, yeah, like, you can reverse. You, as long as you you fix it before the race, the race lights starts. go out. I think you're allowed. Yeah. That's allowed. Yeah, but yeah. I think he must have just thought he was not off enough. Or yeah. Anyways, and then they came in to do a pit stop. He and they have a, what he got was a five second penalty. So when he went to pit, they can't work on the car for five seconds. Um, but they worked on they started working on it in like five point six seconds or four point six seconds. So. Right. That, and time is everything in this sport, and that counts and that counts. And then I think they got a penalty. Oh, that's right. And then when he was leaving that, he sped in the pit lane and right. got a 25-second hit, hit or something. Well, there was a 10-second penalty because they touched the car before they were allowed to. Yeah. And then didn't they have to change the nose, too? So it was going to be a long pit stop anyway. Something like that. Because they, yeah. they had to change his nose. And and so he had, they touched the car before they were allowed to. That's 10 seconds. Yeah. And then he got nailed for speeding in the pit lane. Yeah. He he uh, came off of his, uh, his the pit, pit governor before he left the pits. On the way out on pit no, exit. No, 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 no. So, I think I think he he went too fast before he hit the button. Is what I think. Oh, uh, because that yeah, or one or the other. He sped in pit lane. That does That's all that matters. And that that is a, that is a, a a thing that you have to police with with scrutiny because you don't realize how that there you know there are men standing inches away from him, and right. this pit lane speed is usually still something like forty fifty. It, it's somewhere between forty and fifty <laughs> miles an hour. Right, I think it's seventy. I think it's seventy k. I'm not, but it it changes track. It's track specific, but it's somewhere in that range. Right, and yeah, I mean, you're right. Think about how fast forty miles an hour is. You know, like you you hurt somebody seriously. So yes, you can. And it, that's been seen even when they like. I remember a couple of years ago, somebody with one of the front jackmen, like they just didn't stop in the pit box fast enough, and it knocked the guy. 10 feet. So, yeah. Okay. So basically he just accumulated so much penalty and through pit stops, he was so, uh, there was no point to really continuing to run the car and putting the miles and wear and tear on the engine. They just retired him. Um, so that was, that was a really bad way for him to start the lap or start the season as well. But yes, definitely. He, he did, the, the positive is that the Alpine does, does look, pretty quick when they can get mm-hmm. get things right um i mean ocon qualified well um he made it into q3 and he just just through bad luck and poor execution of race craft yeah it it cost them because i mean gasly didn't make it into q3 because of a uh what was it tire or track limits violation yes mm-hmm. uh, and because of that, but then he he was in what P sixteen or something like that. I think no, he ended up he no no he was P nine in the race. I know for qualifying. Oh, for qualifying. But that's what no, I'm saying. Yeah, he started he started way back and moved through the field at a at a pretty. I mean, he it, you didn't get to see much of it, which I wish I did. Um, mm-hmm. But he was my one of my. He's on my grid rival team too, so I was really excited to see strong performance because. I really like Gasly, and I think he's—I think he can do some pretty awesome things this year. And that he demonstrated that—that that 
he's got that fight back, I think, to do that. It's got a pretty decent machinery underneath him, yeah. too, it would seem. Okay, and then we, we, we've we kind of already talked about Lando. He did have, like, a some sort of uh, air. The air system was leaking, and so they had to kept, keep bringing the car in and topping it off. I guess they were maybe yeah. just using th- this as, like, a data. <laughs> they were gathering data with him because there was – I mean, he finished two laps behind. Um, so right. it wasn't like they were under any illusion that he was going to do something. I think they were just – yeah. They missed out on some testing runs, and so they, I guess they were just running the car. Well, I think this might be a good time to mention what's – what do you mean compressed air? And Well, it's – I don't know everything about it, yeah. but I know that compressed air is involved in the rapid shifting of the transmission, but it's also – there's uh, – our, us- our cars that we drive around to get from – work to whatever they have springs the valve springs but the the uh internal combustion engines and at least i guess formula one cars the springs aren't strong enough or quick enough to uh you know to compress and expand to keep the valves efficient moving efficiently and so they use compressed air to do that but if you lose your air pressure it's hard to shift and the engine doesn't, the engine tends to want to run up on itself and not, you know. You know what else I, I learned recently? About? Is, it, is that is that what you understand? Yes. Well, I didn't, I didn't actually know that, but thank you for sharing that with us. Well, I also learned recently. I know back, back in the day, back in the day when the engines were revving up towards 20,000 RPM, it was, that was the real critical thing there. Was, well, yeah, I, so, I think. I, I hope I just didn't engines, put my foot in my mouth. We'll have to somebody <laughs> fact check us if they care. Um, but one of the things that's, um, I think these engines still will rev that high. It's just that with the boost, it doesn't make any sense to because they're turbocharged. It doesn't make. There's no right. need to like they could still rev that high. There's just no need to do it. But, um, anyways, it was a it was a bummer for Norris, but. Um, one of the things I wanted to point out about Norris and about kind of when I touched on it a little bit about how there was a lot of um, pace management for tire degradation at, at this lap is there was a sense there was a, a point at which Norris was being lapped by Hamilton and Alonzo, I believe it was during their their battle, which I can't wait to talk tell, talk more about. But mm-hmm. um, he was he wasn't getting dropped by those cars and if and based on qualifying pace we know that those cars are are a significant jump faster than the mclaren and it's an it brought up an interesting point that if norris is is able to at some point become faster during the race he is allowed to stay close to hamilton they can show him a blue flag and he needs to get out of the way when they're coming through if he's moving much slower but if he's able to keep with them he can actually unlap himself he can he can mm-hmm. cause a problem with hamilton or alonzo if he's genuinely at pace usually you're not though if you're being lapped but that was that was a highlighting point that's that some people pointed out is that why isn't norris falling off and then i think crofty or brundle said well there's there's got to be significant tire management going on if if well and and i think norris had just pitted too 
but it still showed how much like I don't think we were seeing the full pace of that Red Bull or the um, McLaren or the Alpine or I mean the or the um, Aston Martin. So that that's all I wanted to say about about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Got moving it. on, Guan Yuzhou. Um, nothing really to say. <laughs> Well, other than I mean, he did he get got a point for fastest lap, didn't he? No, because he finished P sixteen. So how would he get a point? He's outside the top ten. Well, according to the, I know he says he got. The, I mean, he D, did. He did the DHL. He did the DHL race. I know he did award. go the fastest, but he didn't get the point because he's outside the top ten. Yeah, but he still had the fastest lap. Yeah. But, of the race, so sure, go figure. Yeah, but P sixteen. If you finish a lap down and you just go and pit the lap, you can just get it. You know, if you have yeah. brand new rubber and everybody else is unworn rubber. Okay. I guess I guess Norris tried to do the same thing, so he did do a faster lap than Norris. So it shows you that the Alpha is faster than the than the McLaren. But we know that because Bottas well, finished P eight. So yeah. Okay. We'll, so we'll talk more about the Alfa Romero when we get to the driver that did something with it. <laughs> um, you mean that? You mean the Alfa Romeo? Alfa Romeo. Um, <laughs> let's talk about somebody who I was really excited about, and then I think had some really bad luck, and that's Nico Hulkenberg. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, what an awesome showing in practice, and then a really good performance in qualifying and then just really bad luck on the opening lap picking up that damage to his front wing which i guess severely compromised his pace and that's the reason he ended up sticking to the back and and ending up finishing p15 but i think i think that has in the in the in the hands of hulkenberg might be um some pretty consistent point score i i was hoping i mean i put him on my grid rivals team I did too. I mean, based on the based on what the preseason stuff and that quali was showing, mm-hmm. yeah, I was pumped about it too. Yeah, and I'm it also showed about it. it also showed that Magnussen isn't a, an incredible driver. It's just that Schumacher was that bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, now let's give it a few more races to well, see. Well, I mean, I guess because he did finish two points higher, two positions higher than his, but. That was with a again. Let's see what happens when Hulkenberg's got a car that's not seriously compromised. Yeah. Um, Devries, I think he he showed his case showed pretty a, a pretty consistent drive, but I think he's also they're pretty limited on the car that they got. I think they're really going to be mm-hmm. back with the they're, they're right on with the Williams. Um, what do you mean? I thought the Williams did great. Well, Albon getting a point is phenomenal, and we'll get there. Yeah. But, I mean, he they're there because Piastri DNF'd, Leclerc DNF'd, Ocon DNF'd, Hulkenberg had the wing issue, Norris had the hydraulic issue. You know, there's a lot of cars that weren't out either, you know, mm. that weren't on the racetrack to get in the way. Not to take away from what Sargent or Albon did. I think they both drilled, had a fantastic weekend. And that's what you need to do when you're a back-running team. And I think they do. I think the car looks... A lot of people are saying that the, the Williams 
Um, we're skipping over DeGree, DeVries and Magnuson because let's just face it, we can. But the Williams looks um, much more drivable this year. I think they're severely compromised on downforce, but they have the they have the Mercedes engine, so they and and it's a slippery car, and I think it's been that way since last year too because it it's really quick down the straights. Um, mm-hmm. But you throw on any sort of air problem, like I guess when the uh, in in one of the days of testing. And one of the practice sessions, it was really gusty and breezy, and they were they were so affected by that. They they have no downforce, yeah. no consistent downforce, and is what I what I understand. Yeah. So. so I think they are they are a back of the grid car, but they're a better car than they did have last year. Like they have made a step, which is exciting. And I think on you know maybe a Monza, we could see something happen in Monza again, or places where. There's a big straight, and they can use their power and and slipperiness, but mm-hmm. that's only if the wind and weather doesn't affect it, you know. But right, the other, and you know, and if if their upgrades over the season, let's help, help to let's help. remedy their downforce issues. Then, yeah, and we also Could speaking be. of upgrades, to be fair, because we trash McLaren quite a bit too, is that they apparently have a fairly substantial upgrade, like. Car, car like B, car, car B kind of level, of um, uh, what what am I trying to say? Upgrade, upgrade, coming, um, upgrading, coming in up. April too. It's coming soon. I think yeah. race three or something. So three or four. Um, so they, I don't think this is going to be a, and it, nor should it be, but I, I think there is there is some hope to for McLaren to get out of that bottom three though. But how high? Who knows? Who knows? Hard to call. Um, another thing I really wanted to mention, speaking of Norris and McLaren, is Logan Sargent's awesome quali lap. That did you see? Did, do you remember this? That he got. I'm the, going back. He got the exact same quali lap. Oh, that's right. The thousandth of a second is Norris, but Norris's time. They took Norris into the next into Q2 instead of Sargent because he did it first. That's the only reason. Yeah. But it was the exact yeah. same yeah. time. So exact same time. So we're showing the Americans got some got some skill. Can drive a car. See, I think maybe so. so got to get him a car car. That was cool to see. I might I might uh that that makes me really really like Williams again. Like cuz I really like Albon. If Logan seems like the dude, like seems cool, and he's an American boy, I'm all about it. I, I can, I love a Williams. Oh, I've always kind of secretly loved Williams. How can you not? They're just their history is so awesome. Yeah, and I'm so because I really liked Yas Capito as well too. But yeah, something to watch there. It's uh, it was cool to see see him do that. Um, I think Sonoda showed. Has, 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 this is a good start for Sonoda based on the car that they have. He had that really awesome double overtake on when DeVries and Sargent were battling. He just is like, okay, cool. I'll take you both. Um, Bingo. And, that was nice. Uh, looked pretty good, but just, just shows that, you know, Albon is still better in a worse car, which how long do you think Albon's going to have to sit in the Williams before somebody gives him a better seat? Who knows? I would, you know, what would be really Who knows? is Red Bull to turn his back. Hamilton does get the eight, 
and then they pull Albon into Mercedes over. Mm-hmm. I would take Albon over uh, Schumacher, especially if Schumacher doesn't drive for another couple of years and Albon stays in a Williams mm-hmm. for the next couple of years and and really works mm-hmm. it and like keeps putting interesting in point. amazing points drives because I think yeah. I think Red Bull have completely severed contract ties with him. I think he was wow, like, you know, because he wasn't. He, yeah, I don't think he was doing anything for Red Bull when they. I think they absolved the contract. That's a, that's like a that's a fantasy well, pipe dream. I don't I don't know if that has any. Well, but I mean, well, Russell came from Williams. Uh, Botas came from Williams. I mean, it's it is kind of their their junior team, so it's not out of the realm yeah. of possibility. But if I was if I was any team that was needing a drive, I would be looking at Albon. I'm surprised yeah, Haas didn't go for it. I would have. I would take. I mean, I guess he has under contract, but once that contract I'm sure is there up, was some... Albon is an incredible driver. I think he's really shown nothing but being deserving of another shot. Yeah, it does. these are great points you bring up. Um, you know, of being guys getting you know, finally getting a. A car that uh, where they can really showcase their skills, or a team, or a, like I think some of these, you know, like we forget that how young these guys are, and how mm-hmm. much of of elite sport is mental yeah. too. And you know, we saw it with Gasly. We've seen it. You know, you've seen it with. I mean, look at Alonso. You know, like it, once you can get on top of everything and find something that fits, man. It doesn't, you know, you can't, you can, you can't ever write somebody off. Is all I'm saying. And I think you just got to go on based on how they're driving, and the performance that they're putting in, and let that talk. And I think Albon's doing plenty of talking in that in that Williams, and I think he'll do it all year long. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of how Williams did, particularly Albon. Yeah, it really, uh, I'm, my interest is really peaked. Well, Sergeant finished P twelve, and I, yeah. did the same quality lap as Norris. I think they have a real. I'm really excited to see what they can do. Yeah, without Latifi. No offense, but I mean, Sergeant looked looked better than Latifi did after years in the car than he did yeah. on his debut record. Run in his debut race. And, you know, here we and here we just a week ago we were thinking that the only claim to fame Williams had was his coolest livery on the grid. So. Yeah. It's exciting. It's an exciting Yeah, it's exciting development. So, you know what we uh, forgot to talk about that I saw all over during the race was the Duracell uh, on, uh, on the Aaron dig. Did we talk about that? It's like one last of the, week we did. Oh, okay, good. Because it was well, I don't know. We talked about it right, privately. We got we to keep going. We still we're not we're only well, we're only halfway. Okay, battery head. And we're, we're not even get to the, like the great, great stuff yet. Yeah, come on. Uh, oh, it's just so much good. To, I mean, I'm, I'm just so I'm I'm, I'm absolutely cars, aren't they? Yeah, huge, and it's just dark. Oh, I'm I'm fizzing with excitement. Don't... Me too. I'm just fizzing. It's taking <laughs> I'm long fizzing. Time. Okay. We warned you at nothing the start, but, guys. We warned you at the start. N- nothing but foam. Um. Yeah. So fizzy we, we, foam. We talked about Gasly. I don't think we need to say much more i think he he really worked his way back from the mistakes in qualifying and Mm -hmm. um 
I'm glad I picked him on my team. I'm glad I put him on my team. And it also is showing that I think the Alpine, if they can get their, their shit together, um, are are not a 9-9 nine, nine DNF car. They're more, I think, a 6-7, 5-8 uh, mid, midfield pack. To really probably quite on pace with the Mercedes. Uh, yeah. Which we're getting to. All right. Mm-hmm. My boy. My boy Bowie. Mm-hmm. Coming off a break strong. <laughs> Looking Definitely. strong. How about that start? Did, did he actually figure out how to start a Formula One car just when he's not in the on the one of the best cars? I guess so, because he sure did. I mean, six places on the opening lap <laughs> from Botas? <laughs> well... It's it awesome. Awesome. He said, he said, I got to work on my starts. And boy, did yeah. he. <laughs> yeah. I really, so it's, uh, I wonder what could have happened if he ever would have had a two-year deal at Mercedes. It really makes me wonder because he said, you know, when he was leaving Mercedes, he said it was always that, that uncertainty. He never felt like he could, could get comfortable. And I think we're seeing what a comfortable Botas looks like. And he's just you know, living his best life off the track and he's putting in awesome results when the team give him a car. I mean, a piece at one point he was P six on merit. And I think that the, the tire dig just killed him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, that's another cool one to watch. We, of course we like the livery of alpha. Love and, the livery. Uh, Love both. And they were coming and they were head, moments last year and we were just were hoping that they would bring things on further and you know he's right behind Jorge Russell yeah I uh I think it would be it's um gonna be interesting to watch to see if that they a if he can maintain it and b if they can keep a car that won't you know dnf a third of the of the races too, because that was their problem last yeah. year. This is race they one. They do have Ferrari. Out of the gates, Ferrari it was a good start. Yeah, that's oh it. man, that was a be- that was beautiful. You it know, was awesome. You know who else has Ferrari power units? Is Haas though too. Yes, they have a lot of Ferrari parts, but they have different stuff. Probably, <laughs> they got they got they're in the they're in a different mojo band at Ferrari. No, I'm just kidding. So, okay, moving forward uh, to Georgie Russell. What do you want to say about old George Russell, Dad? Um, I'm thinking Mercedes is hurting. There is, it's looking <laughs> uh, bad. Whether you say Lewis or George. Well, Lewis um, isn't much better. He was they, two, two, two spots up. Well, that's what I'm saying. The car just doesn't have it. And what what are they? Uh, seven tenths, almost seven tenths oh, per I lap think, down. I think they're pace. a second. I think they're over a second. One, maybe one. Well, six. No, I'm talking that. that to this was in in qualifying or something like that. And they were they were hoping with upgrades to get three tenths. And then this qualifying for this race and the race showed that they're at least seven tenths lower. So 
So the, the three-tenths that they're hoping to gain with upgrades in the near future just isn't going to do anything. Well, they're months away, too, from anything significant. Months. For something like, like what yeah. McLaren has coming, they're five months off. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they said they have they have a wing for Azerbaijan, but I think they're way more than a wing. <laughs> There's way more time than a wing is going to give you. A wing, you know, some aero upgrades is three-tenths maybe, but, I mean, we're looking at... Well, I I guess the side pod... finished 56 seconds or 53 seconds off of Max. 53 seconds. And and the Red Bull engines weren't at full chat. I can guarantee you that. Yeah. Well, according to the Gap... Lewis was fifty point nine, fifty one seconds behind. Basically. Okay, which is that's a lot. It, it was only a fifty. What? How many lap race? <laughs> fifty seven. So fifty seven. Yeah, it's about a second a lap. Yeah. So yeah, it's a, and um, I guess there. I guess the the side pod thing with Mercedes is the limiting factor, and they just can't. Well, it seems like it. I mean, it seems like it. Because but, that's that's what at least we can point at because they're the only ones with that. But I think Lewis, you know, said something really poignant. He said, and we're going to talk more about the Aston, but, you know, that's half our car. Like, they use a Mercedes engine, Mercedes rear suspension, um, Mercedes transmission, and they developed that car in the Mercedes wind tunnel. Right. So, the the one of the things that the guys at the race, I think it was Mark Hughes, um, pointed out was, is it that Mercedes, you know, because they keep saying we have a fast concept. The data shows us that we have a fast concept. Or stationary, this car looks so, you know, stationary wind speeds and whatnot. It's cars. It's the right way to go. The data is telling us this is the right way to go. Because let's not forget that this was this. They didn't abandon. They could have abandoned this concept in the off season. They they saw something to keep them going with it. Yeah, that's and, right. There was a there was a good segment. Um, Peter Windsor and Scarborough. Uh-huh. They were talking about, and I was under the impression that the the uh, the entire suspension is a Mercedes suspension on the. Oh. Aston Martin. I had heard just so, here, but it could be. But basically, what, hold on. What that, I was, you're, hold on. What I was saying is that Mark was saying is that are that they maybe misreading the data? Like when do you start saying? When do you stop saying the data says this concept is good? And you're going, but look at the race. Look at what's happening when you drive the car around the track. Who cares what your data is saying? Maybe when do you start saying? Mm-hmm. We're misreading the data, and because you can't be six tenths, you can't be Mercedes and be six tenths off. You just or six tenths to a second, and and that's with the Red Bulls engines definitely turned down, or or running in a significant in a significant tire management. You know. Hmm. Well, the uh, one thing that this uh, this guy that. It's Peter Windsor and Scarbs, uh-huh. but his name is Scarborough. 
he's kind of the arrow guy. He says that the side pods of the Aston Martin are kind of a hybrid of four different cars. Yeah. And, and, uh, and that, uh, it's funny that Mercedes hasn't picked up on that yeah. since they're working. They were, they're so close together on all the other components of yeah. their, of the cars. And, well, um, not to, re- let's not remember, let's remember that Aston Martin took the, one of the chief designers from Red Bull since last season. Mm-hmm. So there's, yeah. And that's one, and three that's, of the three pretty big higher up guys from Red Bull and Ferrari. And their facility is going to open it. Their, their brand new facility is going to open this year. Uh, Aston Martin. I thought it was. I mean, it won't. It won't impact this year's season, but I think it'll be built, finished being built this year. So I don't know about open and working, but it's there's a lot to watch with that and Mercedes. Oh yeah. It it doesn't it doesn't look good. But before we no. get too far ahead, we have to talk about we're we're, we're skip it. We'll get more to talk about with Lewis and that. F- amazing battle with Hamilton or with um, Alonzo, but we have to talk about Stroll because there's, you know, if you're a regular listener listener to this podcast, you know, we're not the biggest fans of, of baby's boy, baby boy Stroll. um, And uh, especially Matty O'Patty, but no matter what you say about the guy, that was mighty impressive. Mighty, mighty impressive. And can you explain why? Well, he broke, I think, either uh, for sure one, but I, and one, one thing I saw on Instagram, I think it was both of his hands or his wrists and a toe, but he was in surgery. Like he has two pin, he had two pins put in his wrist, 12 he has days. A plate. He, has a, he has a plate in one wrist as well. 12 so, days before the Bahrain Grand Prix, twelve, not twelve weeks. Now that wasn't, yeah, it wasn't the injury, but that's when he had the surgery. Yeah, twelve days, and then and then he broke his toe, I guess, too. And yeah, with that, so he drove that Grand Prix with a broken toe and twelve days out of surgery, and not only did for, he finish the race, but he came in P six past George. Past mm-hmm. Gasly, past Botas. I mean, yeah, it it was he did That's... he did crash into his teammate on the opening lap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but minus that, and and run wide a couple of times. All in all, in all, that was that was mighty impressive. That was mighty yeah. mighty impressive. Yeah, totally agree. Credit where I mean, credits due. That was I. I can't. I couldn't do that. No way. That showed. That does show kidding? some some real hardcore determination, and that's impressive. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe he's keen to who his teammate is now and what real. Uh, uh, you know, and the opportunity and how and how exacerbated <laughs> it will look. If you don't get your shit, but that was impressive. There was a, I can't remember what podcast it was, but they were quoting Martin Brundle in a post-race analysis setting. And it was just a quote from Brundle. And he says, he says, Stroll's got to learn. He's not going to be able to drive like he drove with Vettel. 
yeah. now that Alonso is on the team because he'll either be sitting in the stands or he'll be hurting in other places than his <laughs> wrists. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but you can't, I, I, I mean, you like you say, credit where credit's due. I There's like that they wouldn't the tell Alonso who hit him. <laughs> yeah. Well, then it, did you see in the, uh, in the post race room before they go out on the, for the podium. Yeah. Um, he saw who ran, ran over he, him and, and he didn't he like, he didn't, didn't phase him. Well, I, I'm he pretty was, sure that in between the finishing of the race and the cool down room, he found out, they told him cause they knew, oh, they maybe. See, you know, and they definitely didn't want to see that, that reaction. I would, I would be curious to go back and find out, listen to team radio and find out when exactly he found out. That would be, yeah, that would be. But uh, I know there's got to be a, a stroll clause in his contract because he called him a future world champion at some point. Like, he must get paid to talk well about stroll. Cause, <laughs> and we'll see how long, how long, Matt, he can tow that line. Yeah. I think if, if the wins and the results come and, and more incidents come, we might see a different, less crazy Alonzo. Because oh yeah, he's not someone who's say, who's known for pulling his punches or being no. a nice guy. He's known for winning <laughs> and kind of being an asshole. I mean, well, you saw well, that on you thing. saw that on the drive to survive. He's there's a yeah. scene where Otmar is like talking to him like we're we're good, right? We're good. You're gonna sign it today, and he's like, well, well, like he's like he. He knew, he knows what he's doing. He called himself a villain in the in the in the show. He's like, "There's always got there's got to be a villain." I'm I'm not here to I'm here to do something. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then the when, very when Nicky louder I came out. He's, he's he he must have studied louder a lot because louder didn't need anybody's approval or validation or friendship. He was there to do something. Yeah, that's and, true. And those people but it, may not be the best to deal with. I mean, Jordan, Michael Jordan was that way too. He says, "He says if I'm gonna, you're gonna call me an asshole because I'm making you do what you're here to do. I don't, I don't care. Like we're here to do something. And if you can't do yeah. it, get out. After <laughs> <laughs> your pasta, baby. So we'll see. But no, it was that we. we it, I, I did have to raise an eyebrow or three about um, when it finally came out that Stroll was going to drive yeah. in Bahrain. And he said, oh, it's so glad he's back. He's so integral to, to the success of this team. Well, and I'm going, I think what? That, I think that is that there's there's more to that because of testing and the fact that yeah. Alonzo has not spent any time in the car previous. So he can't. He doesn't know what what he's feeling. If that's a positive or negative, comparatively, he can only mm -hmm. you know, and only stroll or somebody who had been in the car can say that's a. So I think some of that is is true. Like they're missing stroll in the car is a big deal. Um, but I, I do think there's got to be some sort of like he gets you know a couple hundred grand bonus every time he says something nice about stroll. Oh, that's pretty cynical. I mean, but, come on, Stroll. Stroll, who has, knows? Showed, Stroll has showed, uh, uh, you know, that he can be a decent Formula One driver, virgining on good Formula One driver. 
but he has not showed anything remotely close to being a world champion. You know, he hasn't even showed hmm. being a consistent podium getter, you know, because let's, let's be real. Like he, you know, he had this, he was at Williams at the same time that Botas demonstrated a, a warrant to drive a Mercedes and he's still sitting in an Aston Martin, you know? So yep. he's not, he's, I don't, he's not, let's, let's be real. It's not out of the realm of possibility that he's getting paid to talk nice about him. No, huh? That stuff happens. I um, I, I agree. Or knowing it still that sounds cynical. It, it's not. It's definitely going <laughs> to help his odds with you know, daddy's your boss. So, all right, moving on. Uh, Lewis Hamilton. I mean, he did show. He did put on some shows of why he's why he is like he is a seven time world champion and hundred and five race winner, hundred and three whatever it is. I mean mm-hmm. that that battle of him and of Alonzo and him was just yeah. poetry. Like that cut back when they Alonzo <laughs> had him and then he said, Oh yeah, I'll go right back that I was just like, Wow. Like that was unbelievable. It's a total setup the whole way. And you want to talk about defensive driving and, and, and wheel to wheel combat, you look at George's George and Alonzo, and you look at Hamilton and Alonzo, and you're like, yep, George has a long way to go still. Like, George is good, but uh, Hamilton just was other still. 27. 27. But uh, um, that is so balanced. And, you know, you don't have to worry about graining up a cold tire if you are sucked to the road so well. And the person knows how to drive cold tires. Well, clearly uh, Alonzo's demonstrating he knows how to drive a four yeah. car. So that it, it's it's I mean, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's beautiful. That was that was the highlight of that race. That was the highlight. Was all of the on on track action. I think as a race goes, we can say that that was kind of a like if you just like looking back on history, if you just like. Oh, that was the first race of the twenty-three season. Max won by, you know, eleven seconds to his teammate. Um, but what you wouldn't, what what you wouldn't see is just a brilliant on back on on track battle and, um, just how amazing it was uh, to watch live. I thought that was just it was just brilliant. Yeah, and and therein lies the race. Yeah, the our our front two, you know. Well, and kind of our hope for the whole season, really, because, yeah. I mean, we can sit here and, and talk about Perez and and Max, um, I which I do think Perez had a really good weekend, a lot better start to the year. Both of them, a lot better start to the year. And, and I mean, that's, that's the ominous factor that, that we're not talking about, is that this time last year they doubled DNF'd. And and that definitely mm-hmm. didn't happen this year. And last year they went on to be a dominant force. So, <laughs> well, it's going to run was, away with this by summer break. I mean, well, there was some. Um, again, I, I'll go back to the Julian Palmer anal- post race analysis. Is that a major uh, a big part of this race uh, for Max anyway was 
coast and break. Yeah. And so therein lies, they are not, this car is not, like you said, they're not driving it. How did you say it? Clicked out or whatever. Yeah, it's not turned up. It's not turned up. It's not. But it also is hard on tires, right? No, it's brilliant on tires. No, was it? Were we talking about how um, it's brilliant compared to their competitors? Oh, okay, they did two two stints on soft and one. I'm thinking of Ferrari. I'm thinking of Ferrari. Yeah, hard. Ferrari did yeah. one stint on yeah. soft and two stints on hard. So it was slower at that, you know. Yeah. So, but this also brings me to something I want to talk about. Is so what happened to their penalties for cheating? Was it? It clearly wasn't strong enough. Um, no. And it's just demonstrating, go ahead, cheat. You get ahead. Even with the penalties. I don't, I, I, I don't know. I, I just don't know. Still come with uh, a car that looks like this. It's just a point to point out. Well, yeah. I, I didn't like how it. I didn't like how it was how it ended last year, and it doesn't seem to be. I mean, nobody's talking about it. Yeah. Nobody's. That's that's something I find interesting. I do want to point um, out that Perez looked really a lot better this year, like pretty darn impressive, in my opinion. I mean, he was one tenth off of Max in qualifying. One tenth. It's pretty darn good. Yeah. Well. And then you know, you know what? had a bad had a bad break, and I think you know having Leclerc start on those fresh softs. Um, I mean, he did start on the dirty side of the track. Let's not forget that. Um, but I think I think that was a really strong start for Perez. I really liked what I saw there, and I wanted to point that out. Max, I don't I don't think we need to spend any time talking about Max, really. And not yeah, not out of any maliciousness, but like, what what is there no, to say? You know, what's there to say? Yeah, it's not the yeah. And so um, that how how that uh, evolves or devolves over the season relative to other teams. Well, it looks like Red Bull is going to run away. It does, but I mean, and, that's, that's not it. I don't think Red Bull will win every race this season. I think it's very likely that we'll see a Aston Martin win. Ferrari definitely could should come back at some points. There should be tracks that look could look stronger for them. Um, but we don't. I mean, we do know that 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 we haven't even seen the full capability of that Red Bull yet. So, yeah. I mean, I, regardless, <laughs> I, I still am, I'm still fizzing. I'm still fizzing. There's still yeah. so much to be excited for. Um, if anything, just great on-track battles behind the Red Bulls. Um, because that, that midfield, I mean, we saw it in qualifying, less than a second down to, what, 14th or something in qualifying? Less than, a, you know. Well, in Q1, in Q1, after Q1, the entire field, first to 20. Yeah was separated by 1.1 seconds. And I don't think it's been like that since the... the well, the, that's... Uh, well, everybody was raving about yeah. that. Since that's before the never Ferrari been dominance, I think, right around there. Yeah. 
well, which was the end of an era. Can't remember a time. Can't re- I can't remember a time where was that? Close. So Sorry. there is there is a lot of interesting stuff to still tune in for, but I it is ominous. It does it does have a foreboding, but that's still and we'll still live through an, an interesting era of history. I mean, what about the eighty eight McLaren? You know that Senna won damn near everything that year, if they didn't mm-hmm. win everything. I mean, th- this is not th- this is part of being a fan of F one. You have to take these seasons and these and these ominouses, but I'm still super jazzed. I still think there's a lot going on and there's a lot of excitement. L- roughly thanks to the amazing work at Aston Martin, like that. that. They're really starting to cash some of those checks they were writing for a while. Um, so, but it's a lot to watch for. Last thing we want to Definitely. do before we close out uh, is bring up Grid Rivals. Uh, race one down, but I know there's a few of you that, that didn't get in um, that we talked to. Remember, T-Sauce did not fully set up his lineup for to the first two races, I believe, last year, and he ended up winning our league. So if you are still, if you're bummed that you missed and didn't set your lineup, you still can. You can still join the league. Um, and you still could potentially win. Um, Maddie O'Patty's off to a good start leading our league, but I'm right there. I think I'm only 12 points behind, and you're only 20 or something behind me. So we got got some good action. So if you haven't already joined our Grid Rival League, go ahead and and join it. There's still a lot of fun to be had. Yeah, I do. It's a, it's a kick. It's a it's a lot of fun. I I was anguishing over. I, spent, I was writing things <laughs> out and adding it up and like yeah. I went and looked in <laughs> other leagues to see who what was the highest scoring one. I'm like, oh god, uh, you are you're I'm your, you're, I'm, getting, you're I'm turning your son, into a you know? nerd. I'm you're your a son. nerd. Well, yeah. <laughs> It's a good thing I'm retired because I don't think I could keep a job during fantasy football. <laughs> right. Between fantasy football and, <laughs> and fantasy F1, fantasy mom F1. must be just losing it with you. Oh, no. She, she, uh, mom's, I think mom is a closet. Closet, th- you nerd. know, closet, yeah, closet sports nerd. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think well, she's left the house yet, but, you know. Well, <laughs> I can't talk too loud. Okay. Uh, no, that was, uh, so yeah, so go ahead and join in. Um, but I, I'm still really optimistic and hopeful for the rest of the season. And I, I, I hope for many more on track battles and, and stuff to watch moving forward. And, and, uh, yeah, we're off and going, but yeah, two, what we got about 10 days now Yeah, for the, before Jeddah. I'm excited. I like that. I like that Jetta track, even though if I don't like Saudi Arabia all that much, I like that Jetta track. I'm excited to see it. Yeah, yeah. It reminds me of a Star Wars or something, right? Wasn't there a Jetta? Oh, Wasn't there a Jetta in Star Wars? I or don't something? know. <laughs> I'm surprised by you right now. All right. Well, we'll see you guys after the the Jetta Grand Prix for our reactions, or if something crazy happens, maybe before. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you later. Yeah. Bye. Yeah, awesome. Oh, Dad, I'm such a dingus. We totally forgot to do Moment with Martin. Can you believe it? Well, yes, because this race was so action-packed. So we got, it, we got to I chat. mean, don't be so hard. Don't be so hard on yourself, I'm not. Man. I'm not. We're, we're going we're gonna to make okay. it up. We won't let you guys down. Mm. We didn't forget. We're here with it, and it's a good one, too. We're just building yeah. suspense. 
So, right. so, so you're here. Is so your, we, we, you do your, mo- okay. Here is your moment. Moment with Martin. No, we say, okay. <laughs> also from the grid rock. Also talking with Clarkson. Clarkson, shouldn't you be like planting turnips and milking your uh, chickens at the farm? Milking your chickens, Martin. <laughs> chickens. Spend a lot of time on a farm, Martin, have we? <laughs> Martin's a farmer, man. All right. Martin is a farmer. That was your moment yeah. with Martin. Sorry, we okay. almost forgot about it, but we did. Bye. Bye, guys.